Salinas on a hot and dusty afternoon seemed as good a place as any to end my campaign for the Democratic nomination for governor of California. Six days out from the June 2, 1998 primary, after nearly two and a half years of research and planning, hundreds of speeches, thousands of miles, countless meetings, and the investment of nearly $40 million of my own personal funds, the bright yellow school bus that had become the rolling symbol of my candidacy pulled off the highway and immediately took a wrong turn. No one had said that success would be easy, and after three generations in the new world, the Checky family knew something about struggling. The path to upward mobility had been paved with hard work and heartache. Because of the sacrifices made by my immigrant grandparents and parents, I had full access to the American dream. I had been taught to work hard and play by the rules, and I had been extremely lucky. I was given the opportunity to participate in the transformation of three of America's largest institutions, achieved national recognition as a corporate innovator and leader, and soared into the upper reaches of the Forbes 400. And in California in 1998, I brazenly challenged the political establishment of America's most populous state. But here I was, one week shy of my 50th birthday, crammed into the seat of a school bus. Lost and going nowhere. Less than two hours earlier, Derry Schrago, my campaign manager, had phoned in the numbers that confirmed my breathtaking drop from first place among the Democratic challengers. I had achieved a statistically significant lead in the Democratic field just four weeks prior, but there had been clear warnings since then that my primary opponent's major blitz of paid advertising was taking its toll. This has become a race for second place, said Derry. That's what we're facing. My wife Kathy and I spent a few minutes alone in the windowless office where we'd received the news to compose ourselves. We talked about how to tell the many volunteers who had worked so hard for so long to help us that we could not succeed. There was nothing for us to do now but what we had been doing for almost two and a half years, and indeed for most of our twenty-five years of marriage. Keep on keeping on, as the Bob Dylan song says. We had achieved success, and we had tasted failure. We had turned defeat into victory, and victory into defeat. This would be a defeat, a large one. But as always, there would be no excuses, no whining, and no quitting.